working too hard and I hurt my neck. Well, you're t- <laughs> well, why did you have to go to the doctor? I was re- recording a podcast through my <laughs> neck out. <laughs> Today on Alphabetical, I need you. Hello, welcome back to Alphabetical. It's your daily podcast where we go through the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically from number 12 to the letter Y. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm L. Adam. And I'm Jen. And I'm Peter E. Taylor. And I need you is the song we're doing today. <laughs> and I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> From 1965's Help, the Help. Help soundtrack. Help. George Harrison getting back into the songwriting game after the sparkling debut of Don't Bother Me. Yeah, I like the the, the progression of this. He's like, don't bother me. Wait, wait, no, I need, I need you. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> it's his second, yeah, second one. Wow. The oh. second song written as a plea to his girlfriend at the time, Patty Boyd. I read that that's false. Uh-oh. Yeah. Really? I, I, apparently, uh, that they asked him that kind of, you know, at the time, like in the 60s. They oh, were like, was, oh, is this, yeah. um, you know, is this song about Patty? And he was like, yep, it's about Patty Boyd, all right. <laughs> and later they're like, so uh, I need you. What's that about? And he was like, oh, I don't know. That was never about Patty. That was like, you know, he's like, I kind of closed my eyes and pictured Ray Charles. <laughs> and like the interviewer was like, oh, he's not quite as attractive as Patty, is he? But, uh, <laughs> He was just kind of like trying to make a Ray Charles kind of song. But uh, yeah. um, so it was about anyone other than Patty Boyd. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the Driving sub- her into the arms of a waiting Eric Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> yes. On the on the subject of Patty Boyd, she is now the solo surviving first wife of a Beatle. Oh. All of them mm-hmm. with Cynthia passing away. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowbell makes a return. Well, oh. in, in our chronology. But... Uh, yeah, I th- it works here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a bit more subdued than the. Uh, yeah, as yeah. much. It's not that constant. It's like. mixed well. Yeah, it's not in your face. In your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um, it's an like I like that they're experimenting a little bit too musically here, or at least George. You know, they've got that. Uh, you know, this is cross the border into 1965 so it's anthology two era so it's you know they've they've it's early middle period right early middle <laughs> versus late early right oh uh, it's like chaotic neutral or something <laughs> they, like uh so they're starting to experiment with things and like you know this has those kind of volume swells from the from the pedal I th- i'm assuming it's a pedal unless he's doing it with knobs or i whatever. guess they would do i mean like i don't yeah before van halen did the volume swells right. i don't know if anyone knew you could do that <laughs> With your and later, George did some dive bomb uh, tremolo, like yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that, that's uh, that's that's a, that's a, that really gives the song character. I love that. I love yeah. that about it. I um, what well, we want to talk more about the song before I don't know, before we <laughs> jump into how we how we're feeling about it. I feel fine. <laughs> I think Paul's almost like a, a like a Riker type figure. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Now, it took me a second. I was like, "Wait, what?" Brian Epstein, six nine. <laughs> um, right. I think uh, you know. I, I, if you had asked me a couple Two weeks, weeks ago, ago, yeah, I would have said like, "I really like this song." Oh, and then going back and listening to it for this, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's good." But it, mm-hmm. you know, the whole started to kind of um, takes me out of the mood. Through. Yeah, really? like if the I'm mood listening for to- sex. 
Sorry. What is sex? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's, if I'm listening to... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. If I'm listening to, like, a couple of Beatles songs, you know, and you kind of get in a rhythm, but this song just, I'm like, oh. Boy, wow, this song's getting hammered. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going I'm to climb on board and say I also don't really care oh my for God. this song. <laughs> Jesus. In fact, I went to listen to it, and uh, I realized I didn't even have it in my iTunes. Wow. wow. So uh, well, that's, there you go. I, I was putting, you know, building my playlist for, for a study <laughs> for this week. And, uh, you know, as I said, when I went back and I, like listened to it, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, this song's all right. It really, you know. And then uh, just by alphabetical uh, coincidence, uh, I it was followed by I Need You by the Kinks, yeah. which blows the song away. It's just like, oh, now that's a song. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> now we're talking. And so it is kind of by comparison of... of uh, You're not supposed to prepare for the show. By Harrison way. comparison, yeah. this song ends up uh, losing a little uh, ground in my book. Man, the Kinks though, man. Those guys are great. Oh. Well, it definitely, to me, it feels like George has definitely the junior partner at this point. And this is mm-hmm. almost like... Uh, you know, they're like, well, let's give him a song. And I, I don't know. To me, it just feels kind of like. Right. If, if George a- Harrison was, if this was not on a Beatles record, like if he submitted this anonymously to a record company, there's, you know, it's <laughs> unlikely. He, he might been have submitted it anonymously to the other Beatles. <laughs> you don't know that. Like maybe, maybe he was optimistic and felt that as time went on, they'd start accepting more of his songs. So he didn't really put forward the effort. If he mm. would have realized how controlling they were you'd be like no i gotta make this a good like <laughs> amazing song you know i mean i don't know i like considering like you know where he went um you know later in his beatles career india india mm. is what i'm getting at um you know i think this is him emulating the, their sound like oh yeah really no. well you know and you know <laughs> he's definitely emulating their sound. I mean, he's definitely like right in the middle there of the right. middle eight, early period, neutral yeah. or whatever, however you want to say it. But, no, see, uh, if this was a late early song, I would have a little more, <laughs> it would hold a little more weight. But if this book, was the podcast, this is an early late, if this was early late, middle, early middle, early pop. Um, wait, if it, yeah, if it was an early middle song, I think. No, if it wasn't an early middle song, if it was a late early song, uh-huh. I think it would that would reflect better on it than if it was an early middle song, which it is. Right. Well, my impression also is that uh, in George Harrison's defense, like I don't get the impression that the other guys were willing to like help him flesh out ideas and kind of like the George songs were always like, Ugh, all right, I guess we'll do a George song and kind of yeah. like he was really on his own in terms like so he was really had to learn it all. Like just right, by like emulating the rest them. of their goal was like it's serviceable and we're we're done. Yeah, right. George will get a little bit of extra money and you know mm-hmm. so uh, it's interesting. I, if if what if the songwriting team had what been if? Lennon, McCartney, Harrison, mm. would that Ooh. have would that have money. changed things? Uh, or yeah. you know, for that matter, Harrison star you know if all the songs had been four-way splits oh, not just harrison just harrison's that'd be interesting that would yeah that's like the uh i don't know why we keep, it keeps coming back to i guess because it's a similar structure but the uh you know peter chris and ace freely yeah right like, they do songs together that uh i think they did one or two like as time went on i was having a conversation with uh mike dawson cartoonist mike dawson who mm-hmm. is a big queen fan as many people probably know and i mike it was through him that I learned that Queen, I, I assumed that all groups were kind of like the Beals. There were like one or two main songwriters and everyone else kind of was the band. And mm-hmm. the Queen, apparently, all of those guys wrote songs. Yeah. I find yeah. even the drummer, you know, sang lead on songs. And right. So, uh, yeah. 
So there's no reason the Beatles couldn't have done that, but well, well, what are the songs? Uh, you know, we've only got a handful of the all four Beatles songs, right. like Flying, right? And uh, Twelve Bar, Twelve Bar Original. If we want to go, you know, based on those, who knows? Right. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sure it would have just been like Lennon McCartney songs with dashes of yeah, with a little guitar flare, guitar yeah. flourish. Yeah. I do wish they'd all sung more on all all songs. Mm. You know, like yeah, like uh, so. Yeah, I know no, Pete. I hate, sorry, Pete, but like Day in the Life of having like mm. one Beatles sing one part. I wish the Beatles kind of had experimented with that more. Where so alternating parts, not you, because you don't like the Beach Boys harmonies that they do sometimes. So. No, no. So you don't want them all singing at the same time. You want them alternating parts within the song. No, I'm all. Th- I'm fine. Like, I love. What if they did? I love McCartney, Harrison, Lennon <laughs> vocal harmonies. I love right. when they do that together. But in terms of like having different people sing different parts of the song, well, like yeah. Hard Day's Night, like where Free Paul as a Bird. sings, yeah, or Paul sings the high, you know, on Hard Day's mm. Night, Paul. I kind of wish they'd experiment with that more and done. Mm. What if they more of that. always did the same thing, where like Paul sang the verse, John sang the chorus, and George sang the middle eight? <laughs> yeah, and then Ringo said good night at the end of the song. <laughs> he said, <laughs> said it, good sang good night at the end of every song. No, he'd just be like good night. Oh, so they wouldn't segue into good night after? Like no, he'd just say good night, like yeah, you know, good after night. every song. I like that. I like that idea. Well, maybe that happen. Or maybe if it's more of like a Run DMC level collaboration, where just like yeah. you know George would just come in for like the important like stress certain words as they went on. Oh he right, was, he'd be yeah. their hype man. Yeah, hype yeah. man. Yeah, there well, you Ringo go. would be the hype man. Ringo would definitely be the hype yeah. man. Yeah. All right. How did we get on this uh, tangent? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't think people have much to say about. Oh, well, <laughs> I do. I, I, well, okay. This song is is. Uh, it's uh, it's refreshing to me. I don't know. It's something like I I would like to I would enjoy it uh, with a cup of coffee mm. and uh you know Danish a, a Danish and mm. a lazy a Sunday morning or a coffee cake yeah like it's not too jarring it's not too like you know it's like kind of just uh, comforting and bright and uh, I do you know maybe it's maybe it's those those volume swells and the, mm. that's it so, the dulcet guitars. Maybe the volume swells are too close to fade outs for me. Uh, yeah, micro well, fade outs. Well, <laughs> it's like uh, a thousand uh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The way you reacted to the stabs, I'm reacting to this. Oh, no. <laughs> little micro fade outs. <laughs> well, do we want to talk numbers then? John, you seem to like it more than anyone. So why don't yeah, you I kick it? Um, gonna... Yeah, I'm going to go with a four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Were you going to go five before we started trashing it? No, this song's not we're five. Not, you could. <laughs> But uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as you it's guys. Like hysterical. No, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, we're not really trashing it. I just uh, it it doesn't hold up for me as well as I thought it would have. Right. Um, when when does that translate? I don't know. It's not that bad. It's you know passable. Like two and a, two and a half, three Oof. in that zone. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I went two and a half. Oh yeah. God, I'm gonna go two. Mm. Wow, you guys really like the song. Then Sorry. You, then you're going to come back and give us your rating. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George. <clears throat> so wait, where did you go, Pete? Uh, I saw you were in the zone. You stopped in the zone. Two and a half, three. I'll go two and a half. Okay. All right. Covers? Yeah, I think. Uh, I had a... Speaking of hype man, hype men, um, I... Uh, I found this band called PCA Problems. 
um, which included a... Uh, it's like a, the worst theme restaurant. <laughs> PCA problems. Where'd you go for dinner? Oh, PCA problems. Oh, so first, they did, like, didn't have our reservation. Yeah. They had to comp us our dessert. It took like 20 minutes for the appetizers to come out. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, but they 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 did do like a weird kind of uh, dance pop. It came out in '93, so picture like a '90s, early '90s dance pop kind of thing. And they did uh, they it, and it starts out with a uh, like there's a Public Enemy sample. Wow, that's where that's the hype man connection. The Flavor Flav, one of the best hype men of all time, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so it started loop Public Enemy sample looped in there, and then it's sort of just kind of like an upbeat kind of mechanical you know drum machine beat, and then they do. I need you. The Beatles version, not the Kinks one. Hmm. I'll go the opposite end of the spectrum. In 1967, a band called the Sunshine Company. Oh. That's what I had. You know the Sunshine Company? They're kind of like one of these, uh, you know that song, Up, Up and Away, right. about beautiful balloons? Is that them? It's like an offshoot of a similar, <laughs> you know, like they had a similar members or something. So it's like if you enjoy Up, Up and Away in my beautiful balloon, you'll enjoy Sunshine Company's version of I Need You. Huh. Check that out. Excellent. I don't have a cover version, sorry. No. Uh-huh. And you guys both like, like Sunshine Company? Yes. Okay. You're happy enough with the original? That you... Yeah. Right. What could compare? It's serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lennon said that in the Playboy interview. Yeah. It, that, that's a notch above rubbish. Right. <laughs> what do you think of this song? It was a notch above rubbish. <laughs> oh, you mean serviceable? Yes. Serviceable, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, on that note all right well I, this is a tough one what's the song yeah i saw her standing there something about patty boyd <laughs> <laughs> pretend to see a ghost what you know that homeless Did woman you see that ever... ghost <laughs> ghost <laughs> um yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't. Uh, it's late. I'm, I'm struggling on this one. So, uh, hey, everybody, come back Monday. <laughs> uh, we got the song, I Saw Her Standing There. Best one um, yet. Here on Alphabetical. Uh, in the meantime, Facebook, Twitter, we're Alphabetals on both of those. Give us a review on iTunes. And come back and check us out on Monday. Alphabetical. Dot com. Dot com. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs>